0: Welcome to Art Mode, a podcast for all things art and illustration. I'm Stella.
1: And I'm Rebecca. And this is our first ever episode of Art Mode. So we are going to be talking a little bit about ourselves, um, who we are as fashion illustrators and what motivates us just to give you a little introduction into why we are doing this podcast and hopefully give you some inspiration along the way.
0: And additionally, we would also cover later on um, our thoughts on illustration overall, uh, what fashion illustration is today, and a little bit uh, thoughts about um, what is a fashion illustrator. So uh, different types of uh, styles, so whether it is commercial, um, gallery, um, etc. So stick around and uh, let's see where this takes us. Uh, Rebecca, do you want to start with um, maybe a little bit introducing
1: yourself to our audience? Yes. So, uh, I'm Rebecca Fennelly, um, I'm a fashion illustrator and I work freelance, um, I'm not in in-house work. Um, so I've been illustrating for about five years um, officially, so... I've always known that I wanted to work with fashion illustration, but I didn't know it was called that. So um, (laughs) when I came into this field, I was very much um, inexperienced (laughs) and I was kind of just working on my instinct of what I wanted to create. And it led me to a couple of different um, kinds of fashion illustration work. So I've done live work at events, um, commissioned work, Uh, live briefs for adverts, um, editorial for brands, uh, content creation, things like that. So there is a a really wide range of topics that fashion illustration can take you to. And I've been very lucky to um, experience quite a range of these, which has been nice because it's always nice to have a bit of difference in your day to day. Um, And yeah, for me, fashion illustration sits within it's a artistic pursuit um but at the same time I also do a sort of different style of work that's more commercial so I sort of spread my work across the two areas rather than being um solely in one so I'll pop you over to Stella and she can tell you a bit more about the sort of work she does
0: yep so um I'm Stella and uh My name is Stella Dimitrova, but because that's probably very difficult for most people to spell, (laughs) I go uh, by Stella Visual, and uh, this is something I've been working on in the past approximately three years. So for me, this is kind of like a new a journey and uh i am completely self-taught and this has been a very interesting pro- process of discovery uh, this whole thing but i have been kind of like in the creative zone in different types of mediums and forms for a long time so i'm kind of like exploring different uh, kind of uh, fields for me to um, channel my creativity um i have a background quite a bit in in fashion going back to uh, years uh, already had like a fashion blog so also photography has been something that I've been really interested in and it kind of naturally progressed into drawing it started um, like a joke a little bit Um, a friend of mine we both uh, are huge fans of perfume and um, she had a birthday so I was like I wanted to make for her very special surprise so I drew her favorite perfume as a poster and then that's how I kind of found out that uh, that's something a I could do and two I really enjoyed doing so I took it from there and uh, little by little I doubled into different um, styles kind of until I formed my own um, signature in a way and this is something that is continuously developing so I can't say that now this is my style and uh, it's never going to (laughs) change so uh, but now I feel the more comfortable like three years in um, in drawing and kind of expressing myself through uh the drawing medium whether it's traditional or uh, digital and uh i kind of don't want to put myself into uh, one jar of being you know i am an illustrator only so I, I kind of also continue doing the photography thing and i recently also doubled into to do youtube so for me creativity as a, as a form is just um, you know, the, the process and then the mediums are different. So um, it's always in the realm somehow of the, the fashion and the beauty. So this is I think they're kind of um, communi- communicating with, with each other, these kind of mediums and the, the ways in which I am expressing my creativity. They are kind of informing each other. And it's, it's interesting because then you can get one idea doing one thing and then you can actually interpret it in a different way. Through the different mediums, so that's also interesting and yeah so that's l- shortly about me for the past 15 <laughs> minutes thank you very much
1: <laughs> so, I enjoyed that I mean, yeah. it's always informative <laughs> it does it's interesting that you said about um like your different creative aspects that inform each other because um I remember when I found out that you did beauty photography as well and I just thought that It's so exciting when you meet creative people who appear to just be one thing. So they're either a writer or a producer or an artist or a musician and you meet them and there's this whole other world of things that they do, creative things. And you can tell why their work is so good because they have all these other creative things that are informing that and inspiring it. And I think it's really nice to see a lot of um Fashion illustrators who obviously tend to have a very niche um career and often style of work but you'll talk to them and they'll say it you know I didn't wake up one day and become this fashion illustrator I I did all these other things first and tried all these other things and I and I still have other creative things in my life so yeah it's just nice to acknowledge that straight away because I've never stuck to one set creative thing when I create art I've always been playing about and I know that you do the same um so it, yeah it's just it's really enjoyable to look at other people's work when they do that so yeah I just wanted to mention because I really like seeing that in the other three yeah definitely it's interesting and some
0: some ideas that are better expressed through one way uh, you know some medium work best for, for one thing and another for, for something else so if if I can't somehow uh, by my current skill set interpret the idea with illustration let's say maybe i have a different way to express it with ph- photography so it's kind of like playing with the mediums to convey the idea that you want and yeah it works that way as well but yeah exactly. so that also kind of leads us into our next topic about what is the role of an illustrator today how do you see it is it more like a? because i in my opinion Uh, I'm not by any means an expert in the field and history of illustration, but it started, you know, to with the purpose, with like very utilitarian purpose to uh, just show the people what something is to kind of like serve as a visual aid uh, in place of photography. And uh, it's evolved so much throughout the years uh, into the state, which is today for me more artistic expression and it's it's kind of is art in itself so it's not more fulfilling fulfilling the purpose of just uh portraying an object or a bunch of you know people doing something but yeah. it's more like a the interpretation of the artist of either the event or, or the object itself or the idea so it yeah. is in a way for me it's it's in itself an art form so for me it's it's an art absolutely uh,
1: I feel the same way and it is really interesting to look back at um I mean when you dig back to the root of fashion illustration you were a you were an essential hand to hire basically to to illustrate someone else's vision most of the time or to put that to basically like you said you're you're serving a it's a very utilitarian purpose and then so you go through the ages of watching that happen and then that completely fades out as photography comes in um and you you altogether get fashion illustrators disappearing uh obviously not disappearing altogether but disappearing from the public eye and then we have you know into the early noughties um and as the internet has come up it seems to have grown with the internet which is interesting because to me, like, if you said, what's a fashion illustrator today? Um, it, I, This is why I find it so hard when people ask me what I do. When I tell them I'm a fashion illustrator and, and they don't work in the creative sector, they have no idea what that means. Um, does They're like, does that mean you design clothes? Um, yeah. Or does that mean you, you know... And you can be so many things and still call yourself a fashion illustrator now. So you can be a hand to hire if someone needs their vision putting down on paper, but you can also be almost completely separate as an artist it just so happens that your work is cute subject, it, you know the whole like, source of inspiration yeah. is fashion for your work so they're complete flip sides of of what you'd be as a creative person but I like that you can mix them like it's really nice that you can do both um or you can choose where you want to be on that scale but I just think it's the like research of fashion illustration over the last, you know, 10 years. I, I'm literally watching it every year go by and watching it become celebrated again. Um, and... Yeah, I just think that's such an exciting time to be a fashion illustrator. I mean, I can't think of a better time to have yeah, come definitely. into it, really.
0: Or in any sort of creative, really, because thanks to the internet, yeah. now everyone has, you know, in your in your own hands, the power to promote yourself and to put your work out there. <laughs> you don't have to be approved by anyone and someone to give you the right to show your work. So now essentially everyone, not just fashion illustrators, but any artist of any kind have a platform that they can just go out and show their work and they don't have to you know look for approval or you know yeah. someone to allow you to um, be there on the spot and to call yourself even um an artist so yeah it's a very empowering time and uh, this Certainly, is yeah. opening all sorts of avenues and you kind of have the you know freedom to choose whether how you exactly want to express yourself you're in your own terms so Some people want to work with brands, Um, some people like myself, of course, I would love to work with brands as well. But I also feel very comfortable just doing my own thing, uh, drawing whatever I want. And then, you know, kind of more uh, independent of uh, commissions and things. So there are so many ways to, to build your artistic practice or career or just expression that uh, really sky's the limit and if you ever consider starting there is no better time than now and there is no way there is no right or wrong way to begin so there are so many you know avenues to be explored nowadays that it's just really really empowering to see
1: exactly yeah I that um, brings me on to something else I was going to mention in um, this episode um, talking about um sort of promoting yourself and you being the one that gets to say um, hello I'm an artist this is what I do it, it's it's like you said about publishing and about self-publishing and also the side of being self-taught because mm-hmm. I see so many young illustrators and, and people that get in touch with me and they say oh I'm I'm self-taught can I still be an artist or things like, should I go to university or should I do a, a course? Um, and it it's still this idea that if you haven't done those things, then you can't be like an artist or an illustrator. And it's so backwards because if you look at any university course, surely the one thing that doesn't stand out as being essential for the role is being an artist because you're inherently an artist. Like whether or you went to university or not doesn't make it mm-hmm. you less of an artist. It might mean that you like technically haven't had however many years experience, you know, in a classroom doing that, but that doesn't make you less and it certainly doesn't make you less able to do that yourself. Like if you want to dedicate however many years to practicing your drawing skills and learning these things, that, you have the internet and you have your own motivation and that's all you really need now, which is really lovely when you think about it. So yeah, it's I just think it's... Um, Definitely, never get discouraged if, if you think that the thing that's holding you back is a qualification, because it's certainly not.: No
0: one will ask you for a qualification. they will ask you your job.: Yeah. So your work is your qualification, basically. It's, it's the one thing that will speak for itself. and there is the very short and quick test to find out if you're an artist, and uh, it, you just have to answer yourself that, am I making art? If the answer is yes, then (laughs) congratulations, you're an artist. So no one, you know, has to give you that validation. So So it is just that easy. So if you have the urge in you to create, then by all means, uh, start with whatever medium you are most comfortable with and build from there and get yourself out there as early as possible and start as early as possible. Make, you know, basic Instagram, if you want, you don't even have to have your portfolio or anything like that. Nowadays, everything is on, you know, on the internet. So nothing uh, really requires a huge investment of any kind. Uh, Just get your ideas out there. And uh, this is the time is now, basically.
1: Yeah, the time (laughs) is now. Absolutely. And it's so true. Like, you, yeah, there's always something that can hold you back or that you're going to perceive might be not a great time to start but I think like like all things in life like if there's something that you inherently feel that you want it's probably never going to be an ideal time but the ideal time is always now (laughs) like you have to start at some point and it's yeah like it yeah just making time to to chase what you're inspired by and what you feel is the right thing for you is so important because I, you know there are people who are probably artists or or they work as an artist from home um and maybe it's a hobby or maybe it started off that way and they're thinking oh yeah in an, in an ideal world I'd do this every day but I can't because I have to go and work at the bank um like it's not it, saying to someone I'll oh, just quit your day job and be an artist is is impractical like you can't just do mm. that and but the, love the, love the all. yeah but making that first decision like okay I'm not going to quit my day job but today's the day I start um a blog for my artwork or today's the day I make an Instagram account and share my first piece of art online that that could literally be it like that could be the start of your art career and you never know The, the beauty of of working with the internet and certainly in a creative career is you don't know when your career will take off like your career could take off and I hate this overnight success story but Mm. sometimes it genuinely is true (laughs) sometimes it's an
0: overnight success and sometimes it's a five-year-old (laughs) five-year-long overnight success so
1: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) like it doesn't mean it's easy but it it probably means that you know there's there's a reason that you're wanting to do that and it's because Mm -hmm. you're a creative person so don't ignore the creative urge (laughs) yeah if it's it's part of
0: you then uh, you're kind of uh, going against yourself by just not doing it and uh, the only way in which the only sure way in which you will not succeed is if you don't start so if there is Truth. You know, no way people will discover you if you don't put your work out there so this is the one absolutely secure 100% way that you will not never make it everything else <laughs> gives you more chance so yeah but you mentioned about uh, inspiration so what are the things that inspire you um, maybe nowadays versus before or yeah
1: however? this is really interesting actually because people always ask you like oh what's your inspiration um and I used to think that was a really like cheesy question that i have never find the perfect answer for but when I look back at it it seems really obvious in hindsight what inspired me so I I remember coming out of um university and not like not really knowing what to draw and I know that sounds really bizarre when I talk about that but I knew I wanted to draw fashion but I was like how do I make that interesting like I can't just draw a dress you know you could say draw a dress but it won't be interesting like it needs to have something that you know that makes it artwork it doesn't make it a drawing and I it was at this point I started I just started blogging on Instagram like I was so late to the game um and I ended up following all these artists on Instagram like I didn't use it as a personal profile it was it was where I posted work and where I followed other artists specifically. Um, and before I knew it, I was like bombarded with all this artwork I'd never seen before. Like imagine if you've never been on Instagram and you've never discovered the world of fashion illustration online yet. And then you just come into that as a new graduate. And it's like, you should have been there like however many years ago, maybe. Like all yeah, well, the younger people probably are now, but I didn't have that. So when I was introduced to like all these thousands of people's work, it just changed the work I made overnight like even if my work wasn't good at the time I was I was like inspired like I I saw work and was like I want to make work like that because that's exactly what I've been trying to get out of myself for years and I just needed that push to like you know be be inspired by other artwork and then since then it's it's not just obviously like you have all that inspiration online now and, and I have that daily, but I tr- I you know I try to move away from that obviously because you'll end up with the same work as everybody else's if that's the only way you get your inspiration. So now it's very much like, my inspiration can come from the most bizarre things. Like recently I bought a purse and the purse mm-hmm. was in this really gorgeous shade of blue and it had a gold zip and and I was sat there one day like absent-mindedly I don't know if I was on the bus or I was doing something where I was really like my mind just went um and I was like oh I really want to do a piece with that blue and the gold and like and I maybe I can use it for this and it was like just the color alone had sparked something and now like that's how I get inspiration now like it will just be a thing or it will be you know it feels very natural now to get inspiration but before I really struggled so I, I want to hear what how you get inspired Stella because I it, this is such a weird question to ask people it
0: is it's, it's it's even more weird to kind of come up with an answer because you don't usually yeah. just sit down and think oh, what is what is inspiring me today exactly <laughs> so yeah for me um starting out and it's still to this day like I obviously the the subject is always fashion so whether it's uh kind of like the idea of certain brands that are always something that you gravitate towards like you all know them they're all over the it feels like all of the fashion illustrators are drawing the same brands over and over (laughs) but they're kind of like the classics like the go-to so if if you ever out of ideas just you know go and follow your favorite brand see what they're out (laughs) what they're doing maybe some image uh, because sometimes I get also inspired by lots of photography images of beauty products, for example, that's something that can like jog some sort of feeling, something that excites you. Uh, There's been moments where I just go on Pinterest and I browse like mindlessly just the suggested for me kind of section. I don't go and look for anything. I just went at something jumps out at me and makes me feel something. And then I grab this and kind of make it my own. And um, other other ways uh, to inspire myself, as you said, look around you. It doesn't have to come from An object that is the one that you will draw necessarily so it could be just about a texture like i'm looking at the moment i have next to me a very beautiful like a cushion with which is super squishy like it has a very uh, furry texture and it has like these little tassels on the side so it's kind of very boho i love tassels tassels. (laughs) i'm such a a cat in that sense i could just like play with tassels (laughs) all day so for, for me um this kind of like the mood And the color scheme that i see you can then interpret it into an art piece or another thing like you said you you can definitely get inspired by other people's work and make it your own because it will anyway unless you sit down and copy one to one uh it will inherently be your own because we all have our own you know kind of tendencies to draw in our own style so it will always look like you or if you have established style already you can kind of draw it in your own style i kind of really like this this um, movement on instagram where there oh, is a me picture too. this is so yeah. interesting i've because never done one and i feel I like if I do, i'm too scared to I, see what will happen i have done and it's really fun and it actually in the end it totally looks like my piece it doesn't look nothing like the original yeah or you can tell that it if you look them side by side you know color scheme and the subject is the same but you put your own spin on it and then it ends up looking, that's very good exercise as well. If you're trying to find your style and kind of understand what makes your work to be your own, um, just take something that you really like and draw it in your own style. And if you, if you don't know what's your own style, maybe you can first try and draw it as you see it. And then learning from this, because you will necessarily learn immediately something once you start really looking at the thing that you're drawing you start seeing things about it and then you understand the piece um then afterwards go back and think how you would do it if it was you know something you would draw from scratch and um yeah i think that once you start drawing something you totally see it in a different way i notice that from for example if you do portraits I look at you and I see you, but if I start drawing you, then I start noticing things about your face and things like that. Then you yeah. really <laughs> understand someone's, you know, or whatever it is you're drawing, whether it's an object, you start noticing the anatomy, the color, the shades, and even that in itself can inspire you to do, go a completely different direction than you initially planned. So it's a process and it's fun. So I think that um, one, one like option is to go with the goal in mind that, oh, I definitely want to draw this thing. And this is what the, resen- the the end result will be. And that's what I want to do. And in the end, if you get where you want it in the, initially, that's a success. But also, if you change your direction and reached something completely different that excites you, that's also a success. So, yeah. the, you know, that's the beauty of creativity and of the art that there are no rules. And um, as long as you're happy with what you wanted to say or you're surprised with what you actually said in the end, yeah. That's, that is the, the result of you know, your work. So that's your baby. So just go and <laughs> get it out there. <laughs> so for me, the, the inspiration can be really anything. And it can even change throughout uh, the process. So you, you thought that, oh, this inspired me. Then you start drawing and then you're like, what if this? <laughs> so it, just can be a, it can also be an idea. And yeah, so for me, I kind of have go to things that I know now from drawing that I've created to be my own kind of signature. And I make sure that they are there when I'm drawing something in my own style. Uh, but um, until you get there, just play around and find uh, what what works for you. So for me, inspiration is a process rather than a thing.
1: Yeah. It I sound like yeah. a hippie. <laughs> it's the journey. No. <laughs> it is, this is what I read about. When you talk about inspiration, it instantly goes into the level of like, this is a weird, like... You know, no one can. Ever, no one will ever pin down what inspiration is, but people will just talk like crap for like an hour about what. <laughs> like it's I fact. just did. <laughs> Not you. What I mean is, like this, the way when you ask that question, something in you just goes like inherently rejects it because it. You you know, there's no pinpoint to like what inspiration is for someone mm. because
0: you maybe know, it's like too inspiration big of a is just good subject. stealing.
1: So yeah. And uh there was one very interesting
0: actually, uh I was listening to an interview with uh in my favorite podcast, which I'm always telling you about, it's Creative Pep Talk. And uh <laughs> there was there was this interview. I don't unfortunately remember now the, the name of the illustrator, but um the question that Andy asked was, uh, are you how you feel about people copying your style? And uh the guy said I don't really care because by the time they copy my style, I have moved on to the next thing. (laughs) So he's already doing something else. And that's kind of what style and inspiration is because it's always on the move. So maybe tomorrow you'll be inspired by something completely different. And like again, I said, it's the journey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's It's a good point though because I, I really used to view like you know everyone says it, it you know is it important to have a style how do you get a style but really the question never occurred to me if you have a style do you have to keep it like what if one day you wake up and you don't want that style anymore like does is it naturally and the more that you you look at illustrators work like you know people who've been doing it a long time the more that you realize obviously a style is never a, a static thing it's an it is an evolving concept of style because even if you nail down your style down to like you know that your line thickness that you set your pen out every time and stuff like that you'll you, the more you grow as an artist and as a person and throughout your life like that will inevitably influence your work like you can't stop it so the fact that you would ever settle down with one style and then never change it just doesn't make any sense when you think about it I know certainly from um I I listened to the fighter talk last night um with the fashion illustrators and they were talking about um agencies and having an agent and this whole idea of illustrative style is certainly um certainly such a thing like air quote thing mm. because agencies and anyone hiring illustrators like a definitive style because it makes you easy to hire whereas as an artist having a style feels very counter active to your like how you feel as an artist because you don't wake up and think i'm gonna make artwork in one style you just make art and if that happens to be in a style then like great (laughs) but yeah i i I just think the longer that um time goes on and the the more I, i think about work the more i think having a style is great if you want an agent but not necessary for loads of other things so like don't yeah. make it your priority to get caught up in what your style is and right. um, like like the important bit is that you're making work that you're like you know you're playing and you're making work that you're passionate about so yeah just I mean we could talk about style all day but I won't yeah. carry on
0: <laughs> well the style is also a journey
1: <laughs> yeah like the, the
0: inspiration <laughs> but that brought us to an it's interesting a journey. topic so uh, yeah it's a journey <laughs> uh it makes me think of our next topic, which is kind of finding your way as an illustrator uh, and kind of forging your own path. Do you want whether it because there are so many you know, ways you can go about it. There is no one particular way that you should do this and this and these things like paint by number and become an illustrator. So it is your own kind of in a way your choice it could be faith as well like how how your <laughs> luck formed your your journey again what's deal yeah. with me in a journey but also you can pick your own journey as well so I'd, in my case um i am kind of going slow about it and i have found that in the very few uh commissions that i've had i prefer to draw my own thing and to kind of say what i want to say and uh, i don't particularly like um having a, like a prompt <laughs> or something like that. You know what I mean? Like someone telling you what you should draw. Uh, it depends if the thing in itself is inspiring to me. That is great, but if it isn't, then I don't tend to enjoy the process. So for me, it's all about enjoying what I'm doing, and I find that uh, then you treat it kind of like work in a in a way. It becomes a job, and I don't want to feel that this is a job for me I want to feel that this is my creative outlet so I have found my way through basically just drawing what inspires me at the moment and saying what I want to say as as an artist and then from there kind of letting it find its audience rather than me going out and trying to find um, some the audience before I have the product basically (laughs) so I kind of let it go and I think that people will find what they are looking for so if if someone likes your thing they will find you and you just have to put it out there so for me oh, this absolutely, is one, yeah. one kind of my um, um, way to do things but of course there are so many other ways uh and if you want to really grow as a professional illustrator then of course there are tons of things you could consider such as as you said, like agent, uh, or do you go and, um, you know, seek out commissions for yourself or once you put your work out there and build like a solid, um, I don't want to say portfolio, but solid amount of work out there where people can get inspired by you and they seek you out actively. So you're kind of more like in a in a position where you can say yes or no. Um, there are many, many ways to, to go about it. So what what do you think is, one way that you would like to in the future and that can change of course so like I can be because of my life circumstances I can say that for me um, at the moment I want to have art as my creative expression because I do have a a full-time job that is something very different so for me I want to draw joy from this process so I don't want to have it as another job and for me this is where I am today and if I decided I want this to change and I want to make this up to be my primary job, then it's a different story. So it really depends on everyone's like personal circumstances in life. And it doesn't always have to be one way or another. So as your life again, as the journey goes on, you can move and adapt. And thanks to going back to the previous topic, uh, point that we made, thanks to the internet and the fact that you have all the freedom in the world
1: can can... we get a cheers for the internet because (laughs) it really (laughs) is the saving grace of the 21st century honestly yeah (laughs) i I know so many people who were like back when we didn't have the internet if you wanted to learn how to draw a face you had to get a book like obviously like you you had to go to university wealth of information for free like at your fingertips i mean i take it for granted half the time and i'm i still need to remind myself like how great that is Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) because
0: there is really nothing stopping you from doing anything you want these days. Like, everything is out there. Many things are for free. No one's going to ask you for you know diploma to go and learn something online. You don't (laughs) have to take an exam to watch a YouTube. They won't ask you
1: anyway. Like I remember when I (laughs) when I graduated um this speaker at our graduation obviously it was like an art course from an arts university and they got this great speaker up to do the speech at the graduation and he went I got my degree 25 years ago um in like fine art or whatever it was that I got it you know whatever the mark was a first and he Mm. went and no one has ever asked to see my certificate yeah, like i could have lied about the whole thing and no one would ever check because at the end of the day like it's like there is yeah like you said there, there is your very little stopping you whether yeah. you did doesn't matter what you did or like it yeah there the really is the beauty of the internet like i mm. do have to say
0: and especially art because honestly like if i wanted to be a brain surgeon i definitely had to i would hope that yeah. i would go to university <laughs> <laughs> exactly like we're so lucky like
1: yeah, this is a creative have career. To
0: do so yeah, it's all you have to do is have your creativity and explore it and get it out there. So, we are lucky to be having this opportunity and uh, shouldn't take it for granted and just have the freedom to express yourself and let other people see your work. That's all it takes yeah. today, really. So,
1: I know yeah. you were asking about, um you know, what would yeah. I like it to be? Well, sort of not like it to be, but where does it stand for me? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. my journey. Where am I at? So it's weird because um, I will try and not go on too long about this, but I look back and I think you were always going to be a fashion illustrator and you knew you wanted that very early on. Whether or not I could articulate that into words, you know, that is irrelevant. And ever since... I realized objectively that that was what I wanted to be and what I wanted to work as. It was like the the journey was always, I want this to be what I get to do every day. Like I obviously had like, uh, and have recently had, you know, full-time day jobs to pay the rent and, you know, get by. Yeah. Um, And that has always been completely secondary to my art. So, i get home from work uh, you know uh, however many years ago um when i started i get home from work at 10 p.m and i draw or it's my weekend off i'm drawing and it's not like oh i'm making myself draw it's like that's where the passion is so i just didn't think about it it never occurred to me um that that was something i had to force it was just what i wanted it was what i was aiming towards so like for me now, I'm, I'm in this really bizarre place where I'm not in a, you know, I'm, I've had some time off from working full-time in something else and I've managed to have time to dedicate completely to my work and I've also had this flip of mindset where I'm like, um, I want, instead of trying to push for this to be my day job, I'm doing the opposite. I'm actually just exploring the creative side of it to make good work because exactly. yeah. the, the as time goes on, it just dawns on you how important um the work is. Like the work is why you do you why you're doing this and why you'll get hired. Like of course networking and all those other things matter, but if you're not making good work that you're passionate about at the end of the day, you've missed the whole point. Um so yeah for me it's like of course I want to be working to a point where I get to do this every day as a job because I can obviously support myself and don't have to take time away from doing the work yeah so exactly. it's like I at the end of the day like the, the, for me this is everything like this is where I'm aiming towards and at the same time what I'm trying to already encompass so it's yeah it even if it was a creative outlet to start with it I was always in the mindset of um I want this to be a job because I want to do more of it so yeah it was I have a very like obsessive relationship with it which probably isn't very healthy um no but but I feel the same way yeah I've been freed recently like I'm Mm. really enjoying the time I'm at now so it's a a good time to do it I guess yeah
0: I feel exactly the same way as you so for me it is like I said it's a creative outlet but it's more than that it's it's kind of who I am so I will do it regardless of whether um I have a day job or not I would draw constantly yeah. every day and just because um you need a job to pay the bills so you can draw this is kind of where yeah. i'm like <laughs> i have this job not because i i want to have a job but so i can have the freedom to do whatever i want so i can buy the yeah. tools i want to, to do what i want so this kind of like a means to an end
1: yeah and of i course. think
0: that there are many ways you can go about it so there are people who can quit their day j- job and really go through a struggle and it really depends on your uh life situation where you're at and how much risk you're willing to take and you know how fast you want to go i know that um it's a slower burn um not having eight hours to dedicate a day but having two hours to dedicate you know so of course we will go faster if you put more time into it but i wouldn't like say that everyone should just go and quit their day job and start (laughs) immediately (laughs) so for me also i I just want to i mentioned it in in such a way just to highlight that uh you shouldn't feel the pressure just because um you know just because you want to do art and you want to be an illustrator or an artist or however you want to express yourself that you don't have to necessarily um choose one or the other so you can do both and you can decide in what uh, proportion you wanna how much time you're able and and willing to give to one or the other depending on your current situation so just as long as you dedicate time to do your art that's all it, it yeah it matters
1: certainly like don't don't rush like that was i had to have that drummed into me at some point um like i was rushing to be Best artist I could be, and the most successful artist I could be, like as fast as I could, and I was like, "That's so <laughs> unattainable." Like, you don't become the best artist you mm. can be. And sometimes by... it's out of
0: your hands. You don't yeah. have you know, the control over like, how how fast. Yeah, you about, about
1: everything, um, but like you said, it really is a journey. But um when I was like slowed down and settled into the idea, like I think it's really important to remind yourself that um it's if success is what you want in terms of you know being an artist or illustrator then that's fine and if creative satisfaction is what you want from that that's also fine but don't um get wrapped up in this idea that they're mutually exclusive or that you can't have one without the other or that Mm. um you you just because you're making art it needs to be good and i mean air quote good like what you'd consider you know showing to your absolute idol and them saying this is great like just because you're making art it doesn't need to be every piece doesn't need to be a masterpiece just like keep making it and like one day it will be a masterpiece <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah I really had to have that drilled into me at some point because I just ignored it <laughs> yeah
0: and it's like you said like you, you don't have to choose between is it a job or is it a creative outlet you can yeah have both and you can start off as you know, it's just a creative outlet and find out that you just need to be more or the other way around. You can start as full, full artist and then realize that this is A, not sustainable or B, um, you want to have some kind of change from time to time. So it, it changed. It's a journey. So a journey.
1: <laughs> there is no new one slug- who, new, yeah, slogan.
0: Is, <laughs> new slogan is that this is a journey. So, uh, if anyone out there is like looking and thinking whether they should start, but feeling the pressure that, uh, I don't. I don't want to quit my day job, and otherwise, I will not be an illustrator. I can't call myself an artist if I don't work as an artist eight days, you know, eight hours a day. So this <laughs> eight is eight days a
1: week, eight days a week, <laughs> eight hours we work, a day. Guys.
0: <laughs> That's how. That's how we work. And if you don't, then you're not an artist. So <laughs> basically. Uh, there is no pressure, there is no one way to go about it. And um, if someone is telling you otherwise, then don't listen to them. <laughs> to just do you and, you know, most important yeah. is to get started and think about what works best for you at the moment. And if it's very important to also evaluate if things make you happy as well. Uh, and if at a certain point this does not make you happy anymore, then you should switch up and yeah, go on a, on your journey different way
1: that, that is great rounding up advice yeah if it's not making you happy anymore then yeah, that's yeah. The whole point, listen to your gut like <laughs> mm. it's telling you that for a reason so and you know do it while you enjoy it um and if the day comes where you don't enjoy it then don't do it <laughs> so. or do something else creativity comes in all shapes and sizes
0: so <laughs> yeah. go try Absolutely. something else and come back when you're inspired i so. think
1: yeah um don't just don't get bogged down by what you think your art should be or what being an artist should be. Or Just... what
0: you think people's expectations of an artist should be. Yeah. It's all in your head, really. So,
1: and as think...
0: we have uh, as we have in our um, kind of motto or like our slogan, uh, two women, two cats and a podcast... So you've met the two women, but you haven't met yet the two cats, and uh, it's time for the big reveal. (laughs) I do have two kitties, and one is called Fluffy, and the other one is Miffy, and I would really love to introduce them to you. Unfortunately, Fluffy is sleeping on the chair right next to me. She's the co-pilot of this podcast. She's the producer. And as a real producer, she's just sleeping on a job. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she demands, although double pay in tuna. So <laughs> she does have the have the work, but wants double pay. So that kind of arrangement works for her. Uh, and I cannot uh, get her to speak. But uh, I see that my other kitty, Miffy, who is, they're both Persians and they're super fluffy. Even though, actually, even though Fluffy's name is Fluffy, Miffy is fluffier than Fluffy. So that's the the plot twist which we have. And I see that uh, Miffy is um, awake and she's usually the talkative one. So if I can get her to say hello, that'd be great. And uh, I will leave you uh, to Rebecca to entertain you for the moment I go and fetch Miffy for you. And let's hope that she will be polite.
1: I hope you're all as excited for this moment as I am because... I have been waiting for the introduction of these cats to our podcast for the whole of this episode, (laughs) but it will be worth it. I can see her now, her faces.
0: Here Here she she is. is. Miffy, say something (gasps) to the lovely people on the internet. Come on. What do you want to say? (laughs) No, she's very curious and she's politely sniffing the microphone now, but can you say something? Can you say hello? It's our very first episode. What are you going to say? Nothing? Come on. Don't be rude. They would really appreciate her input. <laughs> she doesn't want to give an input, and she wiggles away, almost kick punching the microphone. So
1: I think true diva. I just witnessed that cat is yes. the most adorable kitten you'll ever meet. But trust me, we're we're ready to get her on the mic for you. So she will be coming soon for a future episode. <laughs> Said
0: Rebecca, as me if you ran out the room. So. <laughs> Uh, we will try our best. We're, they're very unsociable cats. They they really give us. So, you know, it's challenging working with such high profile stars in here. But if we are blessed in future episodes, we might hear more of them.
1: Certainly. I'm, if, I'm if not, i will coming back lots for of that <laughs> Yeah.
0: If anything, I would be really like I have a, a large collection of cat scratches on my arms. But I will try for you guys. So, <laughs> yes. And uh, I think that would be all for today. Uh, We have already rambled for a good amount of time and we don't want to risk people falling asleep. If you are asleep, this is your
1: prompt to wake up.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Uh, It's time for you to A, leave the, maybe like a transport in which you're in, let's say. I see a lot of people sleeping on the buses and and metros. So if that's one of you listening to our podcast, it's your stop, (laughs) wake up. (laughs) and uh if rebecca has any closing words of wisdom to leave you
1: with if not i feel like i should leave you with a very um inspiring quote or maybe tell you to embark upon your creative journey and today is the day but I'm not that profound, so I'm just going to tell you, please come back next time so we can tell you more about art and we can get you excited, as as excited as we are about making or art. Or more. So, yeah. Hopefully more. Or <laughs> more. <laughs> yes.
0: That's great. So, hope to hear from you guys next week. Stay tuned. And let's hope also that our cats will be there and you'll be there as well. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for
1: listening. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Art Mode. You can now find us on all major streaming platforms. If you love that podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a five-star review and tell us what you'd like to hear more of next time.
1: Find us on Instagram at Art Mode Podcast and catch up with us on our pages at Stella Visual and Rebecca Fennelly.